Talk Nintendo Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Casey Gibson, and alongside me tonight, as always, and for the first time in 2017, Perry Burka. It's the end of the world. As we know it. Mm-hmm. It's the end of the world as we know it. Isn't that and a song? I feel <laughs> fine. <laughs> Tell them about 64, Nintendo. Uh, I was trying to come up with some Nintendo <laughs> words in there. Yeah, hey, how's it going, Casey? Well, I'm getting over a sickness, which normally I don't get sick very often, and if I do, you know, minor maybe allergies or a little, a little sniffle, if you will. But yeah, uh, you almost died. Yeah, I was out for the count. Um, I went home on Thursday, and I had like a hundred and two point seven fever, and I felt miserable. Woo! And um, oh man. Yeah, the end of the end of the month for work uh, for me is like a pain in the neck where I really can't call in sick. So I went in on Friday morning, feeling still miserable. I think I had a hundred and one point five, and uh, I ended up going home shortly after. And uh, after some some serious rest, I'm starting to feel a little bit better. So uh, so that's, that's good, good, you know. How about you? How how's the start of 2017 treating you? It's been it's been good so far. I'm still for some reason struggling with a weird allergies it's some sort of stupid thing but i just an allergy guy that's my new name now uh your big old allergy yeah I, i've never had i've never had allergies in my whole life and now it's just you know like always have a mild case of allergies ah. and I, I yeah i'm gonna do something about it now it's kind of getting to the point where it's like okay I but heard. Yeah. I heard you could just cut your nose off, and that solves most of the issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, the nose is just like cartilage, so. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't hurt. You Definitely probably wouldn't sell hurt. it too. Yeah. To some weirdos. Yeah. Twenty-five million dollars. Speaking of some weirdos, we have a new game of the year. We have uh, the the annual game of the year talk, for twenty sixteen. The Talk Nintendo Podcast presents Game of the Year. 2016 edition. Woo! Thanks to Twitter, we put up that poll. If you didn't listen last week, uh, it was between Paper Mario Color Splash, um, Rhythm Heaven Mega Mix, the uh, 7th Dragon Code 3, and um, Metroid Prime Federation Force. And the winner is... Wait, wait, like wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's start from the back. Let's start from the... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's start from the fourth and work up. Criminally undervoted, but it still got a couple of votes. Uh, Seventh Dragon was in fourth. I think that game was like, okay, Paper Mario, Rhythm Heaven, what the heck is that? And Metroid Prime. I think yeah. that, you know that was like that. I've never heard of that game, but yeah, we it, it got votes. It got the votes. And it wasn't me. I didn't vote for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then so yeah, that was the fourth. And, uh, and number three, we have. Metroid Prime Federation Force. Woo! And I know uh, good old Dan voted for that. Bless his heart. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, damn, Pokemon isn't on here. There's a crack of crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the thing is, though, is that, like, I love Metroid Prime as well, but it's like, you know, that's what's so funny about voting for one game. It's you just get one vote. Yep. 
Now the those two were pretty much you know we we I mean I don't yeah, know about you but I knew those percent yeah now the the next two were actually pretty close in the um, the polling here and the yeah. the second place would you like to do the honors? Yep, it happens to be Rhythm Heaven Mega Mix, my game of the year, and that leaves us with the winner and Talk Nintendo Podcasts Game of the Year 2016, Paper Mario Color Splash. Yeah, I love that uh, what, mustard. What is it? Mustard. Uh, oh, club. the mustard cafe. Caf cafe. <laughs> <laughs> yes, mustard cafe. Yeah, we, we can hang out. Uh, we'll probably play a little cafe tunage right now. To yeah, that's right. Do 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 do. It's pretty good. And uh, as we said bef- uh, last week, that we would be giving a ten dollar eShop gift card to uh, one l- random lucky person who voted and. The winner of that is the guy with the taco. <laughs> we don't know who he is, but he was the guy that came in and he had the taco. Yeah, we saw him sitting at the cafe with the taco, which is weird because it's not on the menu. We don't know where yep. he got that taco, but yep. lo and behold. But he won, he won the contest. Yes, and uh, he also won now a, a nice shiny $10 eShop code i'll probably be sending him instead of yeah i won't actually send him the card but that's okay yeah and then um he can buy a paper mario on the uh, wii u yeah yeah uh, you know the uh the original the 64 one yeah or like, he can put a down payment on on color splash oh yeah partial payment mm-hmm. speaking of gift cards gotten i am gonna talk about the game that i got from my dear friend casey with the gift card that he gave me for Christmas. I was going to say, I didn't get you any games. Yeah, you did. Sort you happened <laughs> to get me a game on the Wii U virtual console called Mario Kart 64. Ooh-wee. Another kart racer, huh? right and it's funny because i haven't played like i haven't played this since like double dash came out dang and yeah i know and, it, and I, I always loved this game i played this game like crazy i didn't actually own it though which is funny i my friends had it but we put maybe i did own it i can't remember but i remember playing it at my friend jameson's house all the time that's funny and, uh, I, that reminds me of uh i never had um mario 64 but my neighbor did, so I played it all the time, too. Right, right. Um, yeah, I mean, amazing memories of this game. I remember it, it was like that first... It was like the first Mario Kart of that kind, like a 3D Mario Kart, and it felt so good, and it was really easy to play, and f- kind of like one of the first four-player games that like, that r- I really got into like with a bunch of other people. Yeah, I feel like it was one of those games, like even if you weren't a big gamer at all, you could just still pick it up and play it, and even if you weren't great, you could you'd still got the gist of what to do, you know, and you still had fun even if you were coming in eighth place. Yeah, I mean, did you play? I mean, like, what's your history with the game? Um, I got it. Uh, I got N sixty four the year after it came out for Christmas, and we got Mario Kart sixty four with it. So, you know, I played a ton of it back in the day, and that's when I had, um, you know. I it was a good time with like me my brother and my two neighbors would play and I, I actually do even remember um the Christmas we got it we didn't have the RF 
switch cable or whatever for the TV down where we hung out. So we had to play it on uh, the TV where my parents hung out. So I remember even my dad and my mom playing along with us. So oh, that's uh, fun. So yeah, I have some. I definitely have some really good memories playing uh, 64. Yeah, and playing it now. I mean, I love how slippery it feels. Um, oh yeah, de- super slippery. And, and it's good though. It's it's. I really like it. It's um, like controlled like, chaos. Yeah, and yeah, it's what what happens is it's kind of harder to play. In a good way, it's like Mario Kart Seven and Eight are like amazingly, like perfectly tuned driving. You know, you can control it as perfect as you want. You know. Yeah, it's very um, tight. Like kind of right when you start, you know, it's really tight. But this game, I mean, it's surprisingly like. What I notice is it, it like balances the items out a lot better. Like bananas, like you know, like banana. You know, like when you're going, I got a single banana. Okay, I guess it's a good shield behind me, but it's like you know. Yeah. It's not a very good one. But then suddenly in this game, uh, the bananas are, like, hard to to dodge. Like, like if you, if it's right in front of you. Yeah, you're I mean, like, oh, no! Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's really hard to, like, actually, like, turn and, and everything. And um, also, I completely forgot. There's a there's one with five bananas on this in this game. Oh, you get what? that big old tail. What the, the heck tail of bananas. five bananas? What the heck? That that's so much better than three. I it want a bushel. I want a bushel of bananas back in my Mario Karts, you know. Yes. Is that? Oh, you just spoiled one of your predictions for Mario Kart oh, eight point five. It. Sorry. <laughs> um, no, but uh, yeah, uh, five bananas, really cool. Uh, it's kind of like the. That's why I love a double dash. Remember they have the specials in double dash, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. the special items and like. And Donkey Kong had the stupidest one. <laughs> he had the big banana. Oh, it's a big <laughs> banana. And then my friends would always be jerks and just plays the Koopas, the red and the green, and oh. only get the, yeah. Jerks. Son of the guns. Yeah. You know what I liked doing with the, the five bananas? If you sort of go on an angle and, like, you sort of just lay, like, a strip across the whole map, you know, or the whole lane. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. I love the five bananas. Um... But yeah, like, have you ever heard of the term rubber banding? Yes. Now, can you explain to me what that is? Do you know what it is? Yeah, it's like, um, how do I explain it? Do you know what it is, or do you actually have... I don't really understand why it's called rubber banding. So I think it's meant to be more like, if you're way out ahead, like, they sort of rubber band up closer to you, and vice versa. Like, if you were to, like fall off an edge 18 times like i mean i guess if you fall off 18 times they're gonna get you know out ahead of you but i think it's just meant to be where it's like if they're really far behind they they'll like shoot up faster to try and like keep it competitive and vice versa where i think if you're falling behind like they might you know come back a little bit just to keep it more tight-knit where it's not like oh well i won the race by four minutes and everyone else right. is still finishing, you know? Well, I think a, that's at least... That's a really good point. I think now, that's the, the idea of it, at least. The only thing, I just don't know why it's called rubber banding. Like, what's the rubber band? Like, I... I guess, it, think if you have, like, a rubber band around you two and you get too far ahead, okay. it pulls tighter and he shoots up further. <laughs> okay, I get it. Basically, I think that's definitely present in this game because... Um, 
I was playing, I was like, okay, I'll start with 50cc. Like, I haven't played this game forever. I'll just, you know, play it. And, oh my goodness, like, I'm barely winning. <laughs> like, I'm barely winning these matches. And, and, like, one out of the four races, I'm losing, you know? And it's like, this game's hard. And they're always, like, there. And 50cc, like, seems like it's fast. Like, it's weird. Because I'm used to Mario Kart 7 and 8 where... I start those 50 cc's and I'm just literally like lapping them, you know. Mm -hmm. It's just it's stupid. Well, I actually just googled um, Mario Kart 8 Rubber Band, and someone had a, a poll on Game uh, Facts, and it's like, which has the worst Rubber Band AI? And uh, let's see, there are 482 votes, and 274 of them say 64. And then, yeah, like someone goes, it's 64 by far. It's literally impossible to get the AI off your butt in this game. Um, yeah. yeah. In the yeah, later totally. games, you can actually build up a lead of five seconds or more, but in 64, they're all on you at the same time. And someone else yeah. is like, you can literally skip half the course in 64, and the AI still catches up to you. So right, I think it's right. just, yeah, like... It is, but here's the thing. I actually like it. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's fun. It makes it competitive, you know? It makes it competitive, and it makes it not a huge difference between 50cc and 100cc and 150. Like, I almost feel like that's kind of like... I mean, yeah, they're they're faster, but it doesn't even seem that faster. I don't know. I I, I understand why they did it. it. I really do understand it, because, like, when you're playing with the computer, it makes it harder, mm -hmm. which is good. You know, we want to have skills, children. <laughs> you know, you, you want to learn how to, no, how to do I stuff. I want to easily win and get the gold trophy... And that's that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, I want my really participation like ribbon. <laughs> um, as as far as playing on the uh, yeah, that's that's uh, that's our generation, Casey. <laughs> um, as far as playing off t uh, on Wii U, I should say, uh, the uh, off TV play is awesome. That's one thing that I'm like really excited for on Switch is having, I mean having 64 games even they're talking about gamecube but 64 games like anywhere like that's gonna be amazing um and it's kind of fun to get a glimpse of it on the wii u like playing it and you know it, it's a good uh mario kart 64 is a good game to play while you know the wife is watching tv or something you know mm -hmm. um it looks really nice uh and there's something about those 64 graphics that i just the, really the like muddy graphics um, yeah i mean i mean i they're disgusting but they're they're so charming and nostalgic for me that um i just love them i love playing these. I, it's a fun game it brings back memories and it's a really good game mario kart 64 one of the things that i'll miss the most is the poop and the whirr <laughs> when you jump, it I says was, poop, I, <laughs> and then when you hit a banana, it goes whirr. I like it um, says it in text <laughs> on the screen. Like I was a comic. I was thinking the poop when um, I think it's uh, I can't think of the name. The one with um, Princess Peach's castle, and like you go over that big jump, and then when yeah. you hit the thing, and it's just like. Yeah. And then you do yeah, like yeah. a super huge bounce. <laughs> yep, I love that. That and the uh, like the the Donkey Kong, like the jungle one. Or oh, something. yep, yep, but, yep, yeah. yep. 
and then you always try and cut a little bit to the left to try and get an advantage, but if you do it too far, you land in the water. Right, right. It's such a great game. I, I really like it. Do you, uh, you know about, I, I'd imagine you do, like, if you run over the banana, you can, like, press the B button to try and s- straighten yourself out sometimes? Nope, didn't know that. Really? I think yep. it's the B button. I, I think it's break, where sometimes I feel like you, uh, if you hit the banana, you go automatically, like, just spin out. But, like, if you're driving and all of a sudden, like, you sort of start fishtailing, you can, like, tap B a little bit. Oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, yeah. it'll, okay. like, I, th- I think it does, like, a little singing note or, like, music note over your head or something, and you yeah. straighten out and go. I, I did notice, like, it gives you, like, there's, like, time before. Yeah, you actually you. spin out. But yeah. I don't think that's all the time, right? Yeah, I think it's only sometimes. I haven't played yeah. 64 in a while, but I'm pretty sure, um... It's not every time, but yeah, if you start fishtailing, you can actually correct yourself so you don't slip. Well, before we move on, I I gotta ask the real question here. How much better is Diddy Kong Racing than Mario Kart 64, <laughs> and why? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know what? I wish I could play... <laughs> you know, the one thing... The items are way better in Mario Kart 64. Yeah, they're more varied. Um, I, I th- the, the items are. Maybe I like how you can pick the items in Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong 64, but I like the uh, items more. I, um, but, yeah, I wish I could play it on 64. Maybe at PAX? Yeah. yeah, yeah, or something. Or maybe if I find it somewhere, you know, I'd buy it. But, uh. I don't think That'd the cartridge is actually that, e-shop. that crazy expensive. Why don't expensive? they have it on the eShop? I don't get it. Like, you know, like, uh, yeah. they, they have they have the Donkey Kong Country games. Like, why not Diddy Kong? Well, I guess because of Banjo, right? D- probably, yeah, probably that. Stupid Banjo. Ugh. Yeah, if they were going to release it on here. the VC, they'd probably release the DS version. Just put Donkey Kong in there instead of Banjo. Donkey Kong. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, thank you for uh, giving that game to me. Uh, and let me download it from the old virtual console. I always love a good virtual console download. Don't you? I sure do. And uh, matter of fact, I got the freshest... Well, I guess it was sort of fresh a couple weeks ago, but then just didn't show up. And then now it's fresh, and it's actually on the virtual console for download. (laughs) The Castlevania Dracula X. Downloaded this game after it finally popped this week. Um, I don't. Yeah, that was very strange. I don't know why it said it was come came out like two weeks ago, or whatever, and then didn't. But nope. Yeah, they 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 were like, gotcha, Casey. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, after playing Super Castlevania Four this uh, earlier this year, and I and talking about it, I was like, I'm in the mood for some more, you know, old school Castlevania side-scrolling action so i was happy to hear that it was coming out and i gave it a download and and it's pretty fun um now it looks great uh the gra like the graphics are really cool i love the backgrounds um in the game like or they're really detailed and like just like walking through and you can see the castle and the moon in the background and it it really looks really nice that- beautiful snes emulation mm. top notch so nice yeah and it's so nice the, the, uh, 
something about the the old SNES sprite work that just you know it's ails a ails a sick case. You know, it's timeless, is what it is. You know. Yeah, yeah, it looks. I mean, it good. really is timeless. Yeah. And it's funny that like uh, now with going back to like retro gaming, uh, you know, inspired games like Shovel Knight and stuff, where you're starting to see the pixel art come back, but now you're starting to see that like um, uh, was it Mighty Number no. Nine that was like gonna be like pixel art, but then they changed it more to like weird, maybe not Mighty Number no. Nine, maybe it was a different one of those uh, classic inspired games, but like they just don't look as nice nowadays, you know. No, they don't. <laughs> they don't. I feel like with the HD games, they're getting to a point. Like, I mean, it's all about style, right? Not mm-hmm. about graphics. So, you yeah. know, it's like Wind Waker on GameCube will always look good. Yeah. And Wind Waker HD, oh, baby. Yeah. That's even better. So, yeah, but, exactly. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so... um. It plays definitely plays different than Super Castlevania. Um, it's a bit more fast paced, where in Castlevania Four, um, when you're going up a staircase, like you're you're locked to it, so you're you know you're on it, and you either you're going up or you're going down, and you can attack while you're on there, but <laughs> like you can't jump or anything, you know, like I, I, yeah, I've I've always heard about these Castlevania stairs. Yeah, you're just attached to them. Yeah, it's it's strange, but in Dracula X. You can jump when you're on the stairs. You can jump, which is nice, you know. Like so, if there's enemies coming, you can jump. And I feel like it, it's just a, a faster pace. Like your character moves around a little faster, and that's nice. I like that. But what I don't like is that um, in Super Castlevania Four, when you you extend your whip, you could leave it out there and just sort of wiggle it around. It's sort of strange, actually. But like, so you could like you whip it and then. You can move it up and down, like you just move your arm and the whip moves, and you can like. So if you got like a guy spitting fireballs at you, you can just sort of move your whip up and down and, and take care of it. But in this game, you exclusively just throw your whip out and then it's done. Like you can't hold it out there, you can't angle it. It's just straight. Mm. So, so it's a little strange in that sense, like because you'll have times when you're getting attacked from above, they're, like a, like guys with spears. They'll actually. If they're on like a, a tier higher than you, they'll actually stab down and they can hurt you. Now in Super Castlevania Four, you could actually whip straight up, and like you'd be able to hit him pretty easily. But in this game, you can't do that, so you need to use your secondary items uh, that you pick up along the way, which are like, oh. you know, your axes, which have like a lob to it, or you just need to dodge it and then get on their level and then attack them that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I like. Um, I like that it's a little faster paced, but I do like the whip mechanics in Super Castlevania 4 a little bit better. Um, you also can't upgrade your whip, where in uh, in 4, like, you'd get items where, like, it you, looks like your whip starts out, maybe it's a leather or something, you know? And then you get an upgrade, and then it's a chain, and then it gets stronger the more upgrades you get. And then if you die, it resets back. Um, in Dracula X, it's just one whip. Uh, you don't get any up upgrades or anything so that um i thought was a little disappointing also mm-hmm. which is weird because this game came out after super castlevania 4 so it, it I, I mean i guess just a a decision that they wanted to change up the mechanics a little bit but um yeah i mean still fun though uh the game's still very difficult um you're gonna die a lot 
you're going to be a lot of restarting. Um, the levels aren't super long, so like I said, sort of along the lines of uh, with the previous game where it's like, all right, I'm going to go through and this first screen is tough. All right, I beat it. Start working on the second screen, I get a game over. Now, you know, I blow through the first screen pretty quick just because now I know what I'm doing, you know, and you just sort of keep progressing that way. So it, it was still uh, very rewarding and, and I, you know, a lot of fun to, to work my way through the levels. And in this game, actually, there are multiple paths um, that you could take. Oh, that's cool. And I actually found this out by accident. Um, I was going through, I think it's the fourth level, give or take. Pretty sure it's the fourth level. And um, I'm going through and I'm running through the screen and then I get out like to an area where I need to jump across some platforms and I'm jumping across and of course the most annoying enemies in the game uh, whether the bats or the f flying medusa heads um, pretty much aren't you medusa heads oh they're so annoying um, but they just they come like and they just sort of like move up and down across the screen flying across and they hit you all the time and they're just annoying um, but I got hit as I jumped, and then I flew down a path, and I'm like down the hole, and I'm like, ah, crap, I died, you know. But then all of a sudden, it kicked me to like level five, and I'm like, I'm like, what? What? <laughs> I'm like, that's weird. I was like, did I just find a secret or something? So um, I looked online, and I guess there's two endings or something, or two. I think it's two endings. It might just be two just different paths to the end of the game, I guess. But they're like this is the bad way. And I was like, oh, of course, you know. But um, <laughs> but it, I'm up to the last boss um, actually now. I haven't beaten it yet. But um, with the diverging paths, it actually is probably going to give me incentive to go back and not fall in that hole and give out the other levels to try and see, you know, what they have to offer. So I'm going to go back and not fall <laughs> in that hole. Gosh darn it, I did it again. <laughs> The good thing with uh, with the uh, virtual console is I could always uh, make a nice little save state before that. Point, oh, so baby. I could cheat. You're a cheating noob. But, yeah, I mean, overall, uh, it's, a, it's a fun game. If you haven't played either, I would recommend Super Castlevania 4 over uh, Dracula X. But... If you are, you know, if you enjoy that kind of game, Dracula X is, you know, still a very good game. I'm having a lot of fun with it, and like I said, it it gives a little bit more re replayability with the different paths you can take. So definitely worth checking out. And as we say with every single Super NES game on 3DS, the emulation's, you know, immaculate. Um, you know, the the music's, you know, uh, really good as well. The whole nine, uh, definitely a game I would recommend to uh, anyone who enjoys a good old 2D side-scroller. You know, it's funny that you say that. Like, if this is the game that you kind of like, because it is kind of the game that I'm going to be talking about next. <laughs> the more you talk about this game, the more I realize it's it's very like Castlevania. Um, this game would happen to be uh, Bionic Commando. Elite Forces. Mm. Now, is that another eShop game? 
Yeah, that's a, it is a Game Boy Color virtual console game on the 3DS. Um, yeah, $5.99 on the eShop. And I just found out that there's another one on there. Another Bionic Commando? There's another Bionic Commando for the original Game Boy on there. I'm totally getting that one. Awesome. <laughs> it's so funny, I was like, oh my goodness, there's another one. Uh, yeah, uh, so this is like a level-based game like Castlevania. Um, you know, you have like an overworld map uh, with like enemies just like Super Mario Bros. 3 um, where they're on like the map, but in, if you run into them, then you have to fight in a little thing. That's you know? pretty cool. Yeah, it is cool. Um, and then uh, you the big thing about this game that you will notice immediately is that you cannot jump at all. <laughs> You, you just don't jump. Uh, so it's unlike Mario in that way. Though. I mean, like, if there's a step in... It, yeah, exactly. If there's a step in front of you, you cannot go onto that step. Like, you know, it's crazy. But what it is, is you use a grapple. All right. Um, and you use that for everything. And obviously, the levels are set up. It would be funny if they, like, trolled you and just made like a one step and then there's like a bunch of stuff like on the opposite side that you can never reach um, <laughs> treasures any, anyway what's so yeah what's awesome about the grapple is that it just it doesn't feel like this could be a game boy color game it's kind of like it feels like ahead of its time um i'm just like i'm not used to like smooth fast gameplay on the game boy color um you know, and mm-hmm. and I I should say this is the first Bionic Commando game I've ever played. I've never played one before. Have you played any before? Oh uh, no, I have not. You know, Dan said that there was one on the NES Classic. I maybe. Oh, is there really? I I I didn't check that out, but that that's something I'm super looking forward to. So um, if it is on there, I can check that out. Uh. Yeah, this game is super fun. Uh, you have a gun, you run around, you shoot guys. The animations look great. Uh, th- uh, the thing that stinks, though, I realized after playing the Super NES um, virtual, like the emulation there, going to like Game Boy Color. Oh man, Game Boy games look awful. <laughs> like, well, b- because they're stretched so much. I mean, you can go into native mode, and then it's really small. But even yeah, then, it's like. It's too like small. I don't really like that because like there's it shows the Game Boy around it like it's cool, but it distracting. it's distracting. You know, I'd rather it just be black than it'd be better. But um, yeah, I mean, I just man, I hope that Switch has Game Boy games on there and that it can do native resolution. Like, not obviously not. It'll be like it'd have to be compounded pixels. You know, like mm-hmm, yeah, not not like because then it'd be like <laughs> a <laughs> thumbnail. But um. <laughs> You know, <laughs> that would be hilarious. You need a micros- uh, microscope to play. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really fun. Uh, you go around, like, it's kind of you make your way from the start to the end, and there's different objectives at the very end. Um, and half the fun is, it, you know, it's, it's, it really, it's a platformer with no jumping. <laughs> and um, uh, you're fighting guys, and, and you're shooting, and you can, only, you can only shoot forward. So remember, I just came from Super Metroid which is like you're super fast and you can jump like ridiculously high and shoot down like 45 yeah, you get all these angles awesome and everything. Yeah. Power ups I mean, and stuff. Yeah. And this one you can only shoot forward. <laughs> um, 
you know, and uh, and you can duck too. Everything looks really good, um, plays really good. Uh, you know, has that Game Boy Color funny loading, like you can f- see things loading. Oh yeah. And, you know, that's just how it is. You know, but um. The old Game uh, Boy Color. I know, I know. I I don't play. It's not a lot of, not many times where I play new Game Boy Color games. <laughs> yeah, or, you know, Game Boy Color games generally, and yeah, um, but you do get to unlock new things. Uh, I guess before I say that, at the end of the levels, you can face like bosses, kind of like think like Mega Man style, like that have these moves, but but you know you have like a scrolling area that you can with platforms that you can jump around. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so and like one of them is really fast and like. You know, one of them you have to stun them with your grapple. And you, I didn't know how to do that. You know, and <laughs> are they up. tough? Yeah, they're really tough. They're really tough. And um, that's the other thing is this game is really hard. Uh, but it's it's not too hard. I don't think. Uh, they give you so it's like you have a you go into a level and you're basically invading an enemy base each time. That's what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And in the middle of the level, you have these little save stations. And it's kind of, it's really cool, okay, because it's like, you know, it's like this military type thing or whatever. It's not military, but it's some sort of evil syndicate something, you know, from Pilot Wings. <laughs> the evil and, syndicate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, you go in there and it's, you know, it's a big, you know, room. It's a room with like a phone and like a big, like a screen, like a monitor or something. I don't know. And uh, you go to the computer. You can save there. You can change your weapons there. And then you can talk to your commander there and then you can also tap into the enemy's radio there oh that's pretty cool and that's like vital for the um for the game you know you like that almost that actually changes like sometimes like kind of like an adventure game like you have to listen to them Mm -hmm, to unlock like a door or something but also like you get um items like the red or the green decoder and you know it says uh, this unlocks uh, certain doors and stuff, you know. And the next, and I, you know, like three levels later, I'm going, and you tap in to their, uh, you tap into to their radio, and it's just gibberish, you know. And it's like, what the heck, you know. And so I left, you know. I was like, okay, well, obviously, I'm just have to come back. And anyway, I went and searched the level. It's like, nope, there's nowhere else to go. There's just a stupid locked door down here. I go back and I go, oh, I wonder if I have to use that decoder and. So I go and I, I, you can take it out there and then you, you wear it. I mean, you put it on and then you can hear and you can read what they're saying, you know, that's pretty, and it's that's just actually really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, they have a bunch of that kind of stuff in it, um, where it's just really fun ideas, really fun gameplay, solid. Um, the only thing I'd say is that they kind of have a save station and there's only one in the whole level and it's usually like in the middle. So you have your save station and then you have to do like the rest of the level and then face the boss and the boss is super hard oh do you get kicked back all the way to the middle so you get kicked back all the way yeah yeah now how long are the levels um you know they're probably like 10 10 minutes maybe i i really I, i wish i would timed it but you know some of them they save them closer um but it's something that's really good about the the um, virtual console. It's because I just make a save state right before the boss. Cheater! Um, well, I don't no, do I'm, it that I'm, often. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> no, I know, but it's like, 
you know, I, I kept, I kept re, you know, re going up and it's like, why would I keep doing the same thing over and over again? No, that's, you know, it's like, I can do it. I just don't want to keep, do, you know, so. Yeah, no, I, um, I did that with, um, Dracula X. Like I actually, I forgot cheater. about it. <laughs> I forgot about it for most of the game. And then like, there was one section up sure. to this boss, like the, the, air, the level wasn't that hard at all, but it was just like, like you said, like, why am I going to do this level at, you know, it takes me like five minutes to do. Which isn't hard, and it's just yeah. time consuming, you know. For yeah, nah, yeah, and we're um, both cheaters. <laughs> yeah, we're both cheaters. But if I had this for my beautiful Game Boy Advance AGS one hundred and one, I would definitely play it. And I feel like I could beat it. Like it's not that hard, you know, mm -hmm. without the, without the thing. Um, but yeah, I really like it. I'm I'm gonna beat it, and I'm gonna get the G the Game Boy one and play that one. And you might hear that from me in the future. Sounds good. Yeah, Sounds good. I'll, I guess I should say real quick, though, that the grappling is really awesome, and that's kind of the whole game. Anyway, let's keep it. <laughs> <laughs> Grapple but, is uh, life. Yeah, speaking of grappling being awesome, uh, I know that we had this awesome virtual console thing going here, and Casey wanted to take this virtual console and just grind it to a halt and talk about a brand new game that came out that I believe he purchased on air last time. Yep, I actually pulled out my putter and uh, I downloaded and played Mini Golf Resort. For the Nintendo oh. 3DS. All right, yes, this game, this is the beautiful looking game we talked about last week. Yep, this is the one uh, we both uh, happened to see separately and both separately commented to ourselves, wow, this looks pretty darn good. Yeah. And, yep. um, yeah, I mean, it certainly looks good. I can tell you that much. Um, that, that might be it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah, when you start the game, uh, <laughs> you make a little avatar, which I guess is sort of cool. Um and they make a point to show you that little avatar every single t before every single hole um they just show your guy right there in like a little green circle and then you press a and then it lo finally loads the hole um now I all right let me talk about the gameplay before i get into all the issues um so the game has a ton of courses um it's was seen, it like the thousand courses? I what I th I think it's probably got like maybe fifty courses and like eighteen holes per course. So maybe they were trying to talk oh about goodness. like the huge maybe not fifty courses, but there are a lot of courses. Um, well, so, no, that makes sense though because that would be like the thousand, maybe the thousand holes. You know. So what happens is it's like the it's actually like a little globe that you rotate with your stylus and like. There's like a couple different zones, and then you go into the zone, and then there's a ton of courses in that zone that all sort of relate to the general theme. So there's like um like a pirate area type thing, like a like a water pirate ship area, mm -hmm. and like they're all locked except for the one uh, course. You play the course, and when you beat it, then you unlock the next one, and then you can unlock the next course. But like, there's not much differentiating. You know, I, I won't lie. I didn't play this game a whole ton because it's not very good. But mm -hmm. I made sure to play at least one, um, more than one in the each little zone. And 
they're very similar. Same music, same sort of idea, you know? So uh-huh. it seems like there's a ton of courses, but, like, how much variety is really there, you know? Maybe the further you go, the, they unlock more things, but it seems like they were all sort of, you know, similar designed. Um, and, you so know... So how does the game control? So what you do is you aim with like the stylus i think you can use the buttons and stuff too but i was using the stylus and like okay that's cool you can aim and then like there's a little golf ball in the right hand corner so when you're like you're sort of facing the way you want to hit it you hit that golf ball and then there's like a power slider to show how hard you want to hit the ball and then when you you know you're set there you just sort of stroke back and forward on the with your stylus you know and flick it it does it feel okay? I mean, yeah, that feels fine. Um, okay, it's ho- somewhat hard to judge how straight you're shooting. You know, like there's no um, like little like line or something to indicate where you're pointing exactly. So you sort of gotta eyeball it, um, which can be frustrating on certain things because there are like there are ramps where like okay, I need to shoot off this ramp to get to the other area, and like they'll have. Um, like, a little, like, arrows in front of it that, like, if you hit, it gives you extra speed, you know? Sure. But what the problem with this is, it's, like, I almost wish it's, like, you just had to get it to that, that, the, I don't know what to call it, the, the ramp, like, the power pads before the ramp, and, like, if you hit those, then it would get you over, but it doesn't always do that, like, like, you'll hit them, but you won't be going fast enough, so then you'll just go, like, up the ramp and fall off. And then, like, your ball falls through the ground, and then all of a sudden it resets to back to where you were. Mm-hmm. And then if you do it too hard, it'll shoot eight miles over the, <laughs> you know, the other area. Yeah. And it Into can, the other golf course. Yeah, yeah. So it could get really frustrating that way. Um, and just, like, a lot of, like, like, they'll have the ramp, and all of a sudden, like, there's, like, maybe a ball length on each side of the ramp that you know, like, is just, like, not the ramp, you know what I mean? Like, you can, you need to hit this ramp, but if you miss it a little bit, one little ball to the left, then all of a sudden you're stuck to the side of the ramp, and then you gotta put it backwards. Yeah, that, Then you yeah. need to, like, put it a little bit to the left to try and line it up straight so you don't fly off the side of the ramp. And it, it's just <laughs> frustrating, you know what I mean? You know, yeah, yeah, you just gave me an idea for what this game needs. It needs a realistic cheating button where just like in regular mini golf <laughs> you can just where pick it up and you put it go down. pick it up <laughs> yeah and like your your avatar comes over and and picks it's like a whole different game and like you grab it and like take it to where you want the meta game you know <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah so it's just like things like that were really frustrating where it'd be like like come on like if i'm close enough and hit the ramp like what it should do is automatically like be like, okay, you hit the ramp, that's good. Now we're gonna drop the ball in like a, a window on the other side, like yeah, where it'll definitely land there. And then like, sure, it might not be perfect, but like it'll be on the other side, and then you can keep going, you know? Yeah. Um, but it doesn't do that, so that gets really frustrating at times. Um, mm-hmm. the hole is usually like in a little like, so like you'll see where the hole is, and then there'll be like a circle around it. And it'll be down slope to the hole. So, like, that sort of counteracts the not having, like, a good aimer, you know? 
So it's like you just need to pretty much get it in the vicinity of the hole, and if you hit that little circle it's in, like it'll start going downhill and it'll filter into the hole. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like that was nice to counteract that. But then there are just randomly some holes that don't have that, and you're just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, okay, like I guess I really just need to aim and hope I aim straight, you know? Right, right. So, I mean... So I guess the moral of the story is just get Mario Golf? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. And, like, it, now, if that wasn't bad enough for you, there's loading times. Um, now, after every hole, it'll, like, load a little bit, and then it shows your avatar in this circle, and then you have to tap or press A, and then it goes to the loading screen to load the next hole. And it's... I mean, it's not like it's, what? like, two minutes, but it's, like, probably, like, five seconds, maybe more, you know? Like, it took me, yeah, like, 20 yeah. minutes or a half hour to play 18 holes, you know? Right. And, like, yeah. mini That's golf, like... That's a long time. Yeah, it, it's... Mini golf takes, like, five minutes. I, I was going to say, I think I could play 18 real, like, live holes in, like, a half hour. Um, It just, yeah, don't get this game. Um, Just do yourself a favor. Uh, like I said, I, I think, like, if they did some things with the ramp and, like, fix that, where, like, it just, instead of launching you off into the abyss, like, it always landed on the other side, and they got rid of the random showing me the avatar and just got me to the next hole really quick, and I could play 18 holes in 10 minutes, you know? I think mm-hmm. this game could be pretty fun, you know, but... Okay. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's just with the load times and the the annoyances it just it just turned out not to be a lot of fun and it's a shame because like i said it it, it looks phenomenal like they definitely put in the time to make it look nice but um mm-hmm. yeah the the gameplay is uh is lacking well it's perfect because i distinctively remember saying well this is great cuz now you can take the risk and then tell me how it is and then i'll buy it if you like it well, see, so so I like this system. I just saved you five dollars. Yeah. <laughs> hey, five bucks. You know what? It no, was worth, yeah, it was worth talking about it on the podcast. No, I, I'm not upset that I bought it. Um, I'm just upset that, like, honestly, I could even probably get a, away with the janky like gameplay because like they're not every hole has a big ramp like that, you know. But it's mm-hmm. really just the load times that really killed it because it's just like I want to play like a, a snappy 10 minute um round you know and then you know if if i could do that and it was pretty fun like i could see me like every once in a while popping that up and playing a little bit but you know when it, when it was taking that long it just i had no desire to go back and i actually was going to before um recording i take my i took my phone out and i set the the stopwatch and i was going to play around and get like an official time and then I played like the most jank ass freaking level and I was like, I can't even do this right now and I just ended up turning it <laughs> off. <laughs> that's funny. Well But there yeah. You go. Yeah, so I mean that's gonna wrap it up for me on uh what we've been playing. Like I said, a, a light week since I was sick for most of the day. I, I don't even I didn't touch my three D S for like three days, which is unheard of, you know what I mean? So get off of this podcast. Yeah, yeah. You animal <laughs> But uh but yeah, so hopefully next week I'll uh, I'll be back into it with uh, some more stuff to talk about. Yep, well, let's take a break, come back to the eShop Roundup, do a little bit of the news, and then get into our 
Switch slash kind of 2017 predictions. Nintendo podcast. Um, we're gonna get right into the eShop roundup. How does that sound? That sounds fantastic. The eShop roundup. Yeehaw! Alrighty, and on the Wii U Virtual Console, we have Mario Kart 64. Yep, and on the 3DS Virtual Console, we have Castlevania Dracula X. And that pretty much wraps it up for the eShop roundup. The eShop roundup. Yeehaw. Well, All right, yeah. it wouldn't be uh, the eShot Roundup if we didn't have a little news to follow it. And um, we've actually got some numbers from Super Mario Run coming in. Um, yeah. Apparently 90 million downloads. Yeah, 90 million. Not too bad. Now, the news is, or the reports are saying that 3 million purchases have, uh, people have purchased the million, full game. Yep. So, I mean, when you think about you know, 90 million people downloading it and only 3 million buying it seems not so good. But, uh, I mean... Not to me. I think that's a crazy. But, yeah. Yeah, I, was, I mean, I guess, what what's that? It's like a 3% or whatever. Um, whatever, but it's but, like... But, yeah, I mean, if you think about it, that's $30 million profit. I mean, I know, obviously, the, uh, you know, Apple takes its cut or whatever, but, I mean... It, I yeah, can't imagine that much money went into developing that game, you know what I mean? Well, development, and then you got to think this is completely digital. <laughs> yeah. But then you also have to put in the fact of all the promotions going on. Although Apple did a lot of the promotions, so we don't really know how that... Yeah, well, how the breakdown of all that happened. But, right, I mean, right. if you think about it, like, if... If a game on Wii, I mean Wii U, I guess is a little different because there's only 14 million units out there. But like, if even if a, a game on PS4 sells over a million copies, people are stoked about it. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. This game sold oh, three no, no, million. So I, no, I know, and and it's not just the how much they sold. It's that 90 million people literally played Mario. Like that's yeah crazy. I mean they 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 Apple didn't download it to their device. They went there and got it, and you know so. And I That's also kind of wonder, thing, right? hopefully it'll have the Pokemon Go effect where, um, you know, Sun and Moon saw a crazy number of sales. And even older um, Pokemons like uh, Omega and X and Y, they saw, you know, increased sales from Pokemon Go. Yeah, I wonder about that. So now I'm wondering now if people, you know, start seeing, okay, like Mario Run, now all of a sudden they're seeing the Switch and this awesome new 3D Mario game coming out. You know, hopefully it, uh, you know, gets people more interested in playing a full game and uh, maybe throwing down the money for a Switch. Yeah, 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 totally. And speaking um, of Switch, I think we had a new game announced today for the Switch, didn't we? Yeah, it's called Rhyme. Um, yeah, it's originally a PS4 exclusive, uh, and it was, like, announced, like, in 2013 or something? Yeah, it was, yeah, a while ago, and then I think it just went like radio silent like they just didn't hear about it and yeah now I, it's back. I don't know 
I don't really know anything else about it. I mean, it's like it's cell shaded. Yeah, it, it sort of reminds me of uh, Wind Waker a little bit. You know, not quite exactly, but um, it's like an action adventure puzzle game, and um, okay. it sort of has yeah, it has like the cell shaded Wind Waker esque type graph graphics, and um, I guess it sort of has like um, I mean. I'm not too familiar with The Last Guardian, but, like, I guess they sort of, uh, like, with the puzzle game, like, mechanics of that, like, kind of game. So, I mean, I, I watched the uh, re-reveal video, as I think they they dubbed it, and, um, I mean, it looks pretty cool. Um, I like the graphics. Uh, it definitely be a game I would be interested in checking out, and apparently it's coming out in May of 2017, so... You know that could be like a perfect post uh, post launch. You know, not I don't want to say drought. You know what I mean? But like Nintendo released its heavy hitters and they're reloading for the second wave. You know, that could be a good uh, a good filler game. Yeah, I mean, I tell you what, if it's coming to Switch, there's a way bigger chance that I'm going to be playing it. So, oh, for sure. You know, I mean, there's so many games that come out for Xbox that I just it's like, well, I can't play it on the go so yeah. I just don't get it you know that's just how it is I mean and there are some games that I get but um yeah it's gotta be a, a game you really want yeah you do definitely. you do your uh your exploring and uh and um what's the word I'm looking for experimental games I don't know you know you take your risk your risky games you know that you might not like on the Nintendo friend, uh, mm-hmm. consoles you know yep yep yeah, um, so that's going to be interesting to see. Maybe it'll be on the uh, on the thingy, Mabob, on the uh, the thing next week. You know what? I don't think so, just because I feel like they, like, why not just wait? You know what I mean? Like, if they were going right, to have, right. like, a nice little, I mean, and then, like, release that after it's on the uh, Switch thing, and then you could be like, and mm-hmm. it's also, you know, coming to all the other consoles, too. But who knows? Right. It could be on, like, a sizzle reel. Right, that's what, yeah, yeah. Um, but is are these next couple of uh, rumors, are these from uh, Mr. Laura Kate Dale? Yes, it is. Um, and then I've also seen, um, oh, what is her name? Uh, who's the other big... Um, Emily Rogers? That's it, Emily Rogers. I saw her echoing similar things. Um, well, originally we talked about, at some point, I'm sure, that uh, Zelda was rumored to be pushed back delayed won't be a launch title and now uh on a a switch of a dime here apparently all rumors suggest that zelda will be a launch title in north america yeah and um and uh super mario i mean well see i i know that too right i know the original rumors said Mario is much like is pretty much done and it's going to be a launch title. Zelda's not going to be a launch title. Now I'm hearing Zelda's a launch title and I haven't heard anything change about Mario. But would Nintendo release both of those at a launch? I mean, hmm. Would they? I mean, I, I, I guess I don't think it, they should. It's better to, you know, be loaded for bear and be like, "Hey, like come and get your Nintendo goodness, you know? But, yeah, I don't know if they'd want to plan it out where, even if it was, like, let's say Mario came out on launch and then a month later Zelda came out, you know? 
Yeah, you know what? We could save this for our predictions because I got some that's kind of like this. Yeah, so. yeah, me too. I touch on that also. Yeah. And now one that's uh, a little bit more interesting, I think, be- just because you know Zelda rumors are not new. Uh, you you want to take this one? Yeah. Um, this is actually one of my predictions. Yep, mine too. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Mother Three is coming to the Switch Virtual Console uh, quarter two. Woo! Yeah. Now, That's exciting for me. I wonder if it's true. I mean, we've heard plenty of rumors about Mother 3 over the years, and right. times have come and they have gone, and Mother 3 is still not a thing. But yep. I don't know. I, I feel like this is real. I think it's real. To me, I feel like Mother 3 was 100% going to launch on Wii U, and then they went, you know what? Let's, Let's not for switch. Yeah, like instead of putting it out there, and yes, it would be like a, a nice, uh, nice bone to throw to the Wii U owners. I think it it just makes more sense to be like, hey, this game that you all want to play, come on down to the Switch and play it. You know. And what if the Lucas Amiibo had something that happened with the? Uh... That would be awesome. Wouldn't that be so cool? That'd be really oh, cool. That would be. They could totally do it too. That's what I think they should do with Amiibo. I think that Amiibo should do kind of like ROM hack type stuff with older games. NES remix, <laughs> their yeah, own personal no. NES remixes. Yeah. No, I mean like you know, play Metroid with in, with Mario. You know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff. I know that's really hard to do, but I'm just saying it'd be really yeah, awesome. That'd, that'd like, be who dope. wouldn't want to do that? You know. But uh, yeah, uh, let's take a small break, and we're gonna come back with our. Switch slash 2017 predictions. Ooh, I and, can't uh, wait. I've been waiting be for this fun. for a while. We're going we're gonna to tally them up and everything. But yeah, let's just see after the break. And we're back for what I've been waiting for for quite some time. You know what, and Casey? Yes. It seems like we're always doing really fun stuff on this show. Yeah, I mean... You ever notice that? I guess I'd like to think it's a pretty fun show, but... You know, I mean, I have fun. Wow, you're conceited. But, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's only the best show on the internet. But, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, what we are here to do is do our... Predictions for the Switch event on January 12th, uh, which is one week from when this episode posts, if you're listening to it when it posts. And if you're not listening to it when it posts, that means we are less than a week away from the event. And And if this is like five years in the future and you're listening back to all of our episodes and you're laughing at how... This is, it'll be fun for you because you you will know all these predictions as we're listening. So Yeah, they're probably like, wow, these guys oh. did... Yeah. These guys didn't get a single prediction right. <laughs> that yeah. takes skill. Um, well, speaking of, of ca- we're going to tally these up and award points and see who wins next week. Yep, we're going to yep, we're see who, uh, well, really, we're going to see how much I win by. But, yeah, no, but, that's true. 
No, I, I don't think I'm very good at predictions. So, um, yeah, so pretty much we've got some... We're, we're pretty much going to start with more obvious things, what we think will actually happen, what, what we think will actually be touched on for sure, and we're going to work our way down to things then all of a sudden we'll... More, maybe more hopeful thinking, and then, you know, we'll finish out with uh, some Hail Mary dreams that we hope happen, but in uh, all likelihood will probably not happen. Yep. Um, but. Let's get into it. Yeah, without further ado. Um, I mean, I think the most realistic thing to start out with would be the release date and uh, the the retail price. Um, what did you put down as the release date? I believe it'll be March 19th. Ah, you uh, son of a gun. I put that as well. Oh, did ya? Yep, March 19th. It's a Sunday, and 3DS and Wii U w- was released on a Sunday. Yeah, I figure, um, I know, I, I remember seeing March 17th somewhere, but, I, it, yeah, I don't, it's not gonna come out on a Friday. Um, and then, mm-hmm. like I said, I, I figured with, um, the pre-events that they released, they, uh, put out there for people to play the Switch before it launched... They have events going up through the 5th, so I figured it, it can't be that first weekend. I'm praying it's not that second weekend when we're at PAX, and yeah, the 19th just seems like a, a good date. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And then what do you have for price? Now, we're probably going to be pretty similar on this also. I put 250 I put 299 Ooh, all right. See, now, I was torn between 250 and like a 279.99. Yeah. Um. I think. I think they want to hit cheap. Obviously, they they want it to be affordable. And I was thinking they would want to avoid that three hundred price point, and that's where maybe like the two seventy nine ninety nine might have came in handy, where to be like, well, it's still a little bit more than two fifty, but it's not quite three hundred. But right, um. Right. But yeah, I'm I'm going I'm going two fifty. All right. And now hold I, on. Two fifty yes. or two forty nine ninety nine. Two two forty nine ninety nine. <laughs> oh, so you're already changing it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this guy's the worst. Um, okay. Now, okay. Now, I guess uh, I didn't put this as a, a prediction, but did you? Do you think there'll be just one skew, or do you think they'll have like a bundle at all? Uh, I hope it's one skew. I think it's gonna be one skew, and I said no pack in game. I'm going no pack in game. Hmm. Uh, maybe. I'm going to say there's going to be a packing game of some sort. I think at 300, there better be a packing game. Well, I think that there will be... It's Nintendo. Like, there has always been a packing game since, like, the, the DS. You know, like, PictoChat, and then you have, like, um, like the Wii, with the Wii Sports, and then you have Nintendo mm-hmm. Land, and then you have, like, the AR games yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I think there's going to be some sort of packing game, whether that's well, yeah, a, a I retail mean, packing game. That's um, what, yeah. Well, I guess, yeah. That's probably not. A retail packing game, I don't yep, think. Yep, I'm going to say one. no on that, too. But, yeah, I could see, like, smaller little things like the AR cards or something. Yeah, yeah. So we can put that in uh, as our 20th prediction there. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Let's see. Uh after that, I get into on my list uh, some of the virtual console stuff, but I don't know. Do you want to? Let's start with our realistic stuff. So my first one, my first prediction mm-hmm. is I think that there's going to be no GameCube virtual console at launch mm. and only a couple of games for the NES and the Super NES. Um, 
and maybe 64. All right. Well, we already have our first contradicting point because I'm going with that the GameCube Virtual Console will be day and date with launch. And I, I really hope that's that's right. I I, I said GameCube games are going to be fifteen about fourteen ninety nine, and Melee will be among the first batch released. Now I think there's probably only going to be maybe two games, maybe three if we're lucky. Uh, to GameCube games at launch, but that's uh, I'm going to go with day and date launch. Melee is going to be there fourteen ninety nine. Man, that's. That yeah okay I guess it was just one game I think that yeah two or that, three games would be pretty crazy. But uh, and then touching on uh, the virtual console, I think it's going to be similar to um, previous you know iterations. Uh, it's going to be the trickle feed. You know, it's not just going to be like you know power right in the kisser with like forty five million games. It's going to be you know a couple here and there, and they're also going to hit us with the upgrade fee like uh, like they have in the past. I hope that's it. Yeah. Um, all right. My next, my next prediction. Are you ready for this? I'm all ears. Um, this one is kind of obvious, but I, that's why it's realistic. Um, I think they're gonna announce Splatoon, the definitive gold edition. You know, Um, game of the year. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, with it'll have, but here's the thing. It'll have it'll be an enhanced port with all of the maps except one. For some stupid reason, because that's what Nintendo always does. It's like you can play all these games except for a Flipnote Studio or something like that. Like, yeah, <laughs> like there's gonna be one stupid map that won't be in it, uh, and then uh, which also, map? Huh? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's probably gonna be like Museum D'Alfonsino because there's a bunch of moving stuff or something. Anyway, <laughs> uh, and then I think that they're gonna announce a brand new staggered map release like they did before so, you know so yeah the similar so like, you'll have all the original levels and then like five new ones and then another uh release schedule of mm-hmm. uh, new maps which oh that makes me so excited and then i hope and i think there's going to be an extended single player campaign of some sort oh please baby please yeah yeah but i think it's actually realistic so <laughs> <laughs> no, I could totally see that. No, that would be amazing. Um, you know, you the single player is just so good. Yeah, it is. It's it's Mario Galaxy good with yeah. paintball guns. Yep. So what's your uh, what's your I guess third prediction or where where Well, yeah, a, a, I rattled off the a couple of them were sort of jumbled, so I'm yeah. actually down to like 7 now. All right. Um, so I don't know if you want to read a couple more to catch yeah. up or Yeah, I'll do that. Um, so I'm, I'm going to say my predict that Miiverse will either be extended or rebranded. Um, I, more, more, I think it will be extended, but I, I could just see them trying to change it, um, into something completely different to get away from the me. Mm-hmm. Um, if they will do that. I don't know. You know, it's like it's kind of one of those things where they do my things that point to it is they give you a bonus for signing into Miiverse on that my Nintendo. So that's something they're associating with it. But like otherwise, they haven't talked about Miiverse forever. Like, is there any integration in Paper Mario? 
Um, I don't think so. You know what I mean? In like other games in Twilight Princess, there's oh no, there's stamps. I wonder if I just I don't mean, know. I, I think it's either going to be you know extended like a whole revamp or. I don't think it's going to stay the same, basically. So. Yeah, I didn't touch on that in my predictions, but I could totally see um, like a rebranding, re revamp, where it's more, it's easier, you know? Like, I feel like, especially on the 3DS, it, it takes time to jump into it, and, you know, it's it needs to be seamless. Like, if it can, you could literally like, oh, you want to post this to the Miiverse, and you just say yes, and all of a sudden you're there, it's posted you know, you could check out other things, or you could just jump right back into the game real yeah, quick. Yeah, it has and, to be like that. And I think they should also somehow tie it in with Twitter. I, I like, I get that Meverse is supposed to be like its own social plat, you know, social media platform. Oh, I just figured but it if, out. If they could connect it to Twitter, so people could see that other people are having a good time in Meverse and cool things are happening. And it gets those people to want to get into it is what they need to do because I really do think it's a great idea. I just don't think it's implemented well enough to be like something that is you know ubiquitous, ubiquitous. Wow. Whatever. Is, am I saying that right? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you know, like with word. with uh, with everything, you know. Yeah. Um. I just had an epiphany that that's what that share button is it's a meverse button that would be nice although that i'm really sense. i i hope that's like a i mean i guess it would work with the meverse too but like i hope that is sort of like um you know you could connect to twitch and stream like i know I think, no like, I, I think that's that what would I'm be cool. it's gonna be that's what i mean it'll be a share button and you can connect to twitter or or meverse or twitch you know yeah, anyway I, yeah, I mean, something with Meavers. <laughs> um, I guess my fourth prediction, realistically, is that Mother 3 will come out. Uh, and, and they will talk about it on the on the announcement. Yep, uh, that's, I'll, just to chime in, because it's uh, my seventh thing, was, yeah, Mother 3 will be shown. And I said, it, r- despite the reports now that it's saying uh, Q2, I said it, that it'd be released in July. I feel like would be a good summertime game. I feel like Nintendo usually doesn't release a lot in July, and I feel like that would be like a nice, um, a nice boost for a summer game. You know, you could play you know nice RPG for the summer. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's exciting if it does happen. Um, my fifth prediction is that they will announce Hyrule Warriors for Switch. Now, uh, is it a definitive a port? edition? Yep. Oh, okay. Because that is such a DLC-heavy game with so much content, and it makes so much sense to have it on Switch. Like, so much sense. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Having the management and everything. And, uh, ha- ha- you know, being able to take you. It's a game that you could play for so long that... It's really you know, endless. <laughs> it's endless, you know? <laughs> exactly. So... It just makes sense to me, and it would look gorgeous, and they could add a, maybe a, finally add Lineback, and I, I would actually buy it then if they added Lineback. What would you do if they like added so many new characters and like Lineback was just nowhere to be found? Oh, man. I'd, I'd do something bad, that's for <laughs> sure. Uh, I'd buy it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and then my last realistic... Do you have any more realistic... Uh, 
Yep, I got uh, two more. Okay, go, you read one. Alright, so I said that the they're going to show off Mario Switch, which obviously is a given, and it's going to be a launch title. Um, so that's that's a pretty safe prediction there. But here's my other one. I said that Skyrim is going to be a launch title, and Zelda is actually going to come out on June 9th. Now, again... <laughs> Again, this sort of contradicts, you know, the the reports and rumors coming out now. But you know, I'm I'm sticking to my guns here. Um, I think Skyrim and Zelda are gonna be more similar than not. Like, I, you know, I just think if Zelda is a launch title, and let's say Skyrim is too, Skyrim will sell like no copies. Like people will still buy it because it's still obviously people love Skyrim, but like. I just feel like two open world games like that, people are going to want to play one that you never played before, which is going to be Zelda, and these are Nintendo fans first and foremost, you know what I mean? So they're going to want to play Nintendo games like Zelda. Sure. Now, my my, I'm going to stick with that, so Zelda June 9th Skyrim launch title, but I could <laughs> also see those literally being flopped, Zelda being the launch title, and then Skyrim coming out in that like that June slot. Okay. Okay. I'll give you points on, on either. Do you, you seem to like my June 9th prediction, huh? I like June 9th. June 9th is just a great prediction. <laughs> <laughs> Can <laughs> you imagine? <laughs> I, like, nail it. I'm yeah. like, yes! <laughs> <laughs> okay, give him the point. Give him the tally point. He gets all the points. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That'd be amazing. Uh... My last realistic prediction is that um, the Virtual Console will be rebranded um, as Nintendo Classics, uh, like the NES Classic. Hmm. Um, that's gonna form into the uh, into one. They're gonna get away from Virtual Console, so. I can see that. I can see. Just cause, yeah, like Virtual Console is a weird name. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it made sense at the time, but now that everything's like, yeah, digital, yeah, digital console, <laughs> <laughs> the DC. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we're ready to go into our hopes. Yes, we are. Now, um, why don't you go first? Because I feel like I ended up having more realistic ones than you. Okay. So uh, you, pit, well, no, because these are ones that. Yeah, these are ones that we think could happen, right? But yeah, these are more hopeful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that we really want to happen. Uh, mine's Pikmin 4 will be announced for Switch. Ooh, I, I hope so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as simple as that. I I hope that the 3DS game is not Pikmin 4. No, um, I don't think just, so, man. Just for the fact that I want more Pikmin. Like... If the 3DS game is Pikmin 4, if that's what they're talking about, that's fine. But I do want another Pikmin. I want it on Switch. And that's it. So, yeah, what's your... <laughs> well, just as a sidebar, do you think it will launch in 2017? Or do you think that's like a, a game that maybe they show like a little teaser trailer and, and that's yeah. more like a 2018 game? I don't know. I don't know. I think I could see it both. I, I'm just predicting that it will be announced. Alright, alright. Taking the easy way out. Taking, Taking the, the easy way, way out, definitely. <laughs> that's no June 9th, but that's okay. Um. <laughs> okay, I predict on, on uh, let's see, when's your birthday? Like, uh, September 4th. September 4th? September 4th. 
Oh, that'd be a yeah. good we're birthday four, gift. We're both four birthdays. Yep. The fourth. That's right. Pikmin 4 on September 4th. All right. All right. Now, this will will bring many a cheer to uh, Nintendo faithful. They will show Animal Crossing for the Switch, and it will be the holiday title 2017. Okay, that is literally my second one. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> yes. That's amazing. And yep. I have a sidebar that that an idea that it could have two player co-op that would be really cool that yeah i think you're gonna get these two player things since everything has two players yeah every console will be able to play two players you know what i mean Mm -hmm. yeah you'll always have these on everything like why not you don't you you, there's no risk there's no they don't have the hardware it's like they do have the hardware you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. um yeah if you go fishing together i just i could just totally see it like just totally see it being like a co-op game it'd be super fun yeah that would be awesome that'd be really cool well cool so uh, i'll go into my number three then actually or do you how about you go into your number three uh my yeah okay um i am going to predict for the smash 4 uh port they will have uh, i I know again reports have sort of said that smash is probably going to be a pretty straight port but they will be adding one new character, or maybe I should say two, because we are going to see the return of the Ice Climbers. Oh, yeah. And a, yeah. they're going to show off that sweet amiibo with it, too. Oh, baby. The Ice Climbers amiibo, baby. It'd be funny if, <laughs> it'd be funny if they announced that. And then they announced DLC for for the Wii U and the 3DS, and Ice Climbers was in it, and it was just all bull crap. That <laughs> 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 they couldn't get it running on the 3DS, you know. <laughs> and then they, and then they sell the each Nana and Popo amiibo separately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, it's like literally like half. Like they fit together like into one. Like you can't even use them separately. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like that. I like that. Um, my third hope, hopeful uh, prediction, is that I think that they're going to announce staggered releases of games throughout the year. I think that they will say, like they did at one point, that there will be a new game every month. Like, mm. I, th- I think they're actually going to say that, like, to tell people. I-, I could see Reggie saying this, you know. So uh, That'd be pretty you know awesome. I mean? Whether they do do that, you know, like... Because they've just said that before, and then like Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze gets delayed like five months, you know. But yeah, but I think they're gonna say that. So I like the idea of that, man. Yeah, what's the next one? My next one is that they will show off Bayonetta three in a teaser. Now it's gonna be a short little snippet. It's not gonna be a long teaser, and you know this we're talking. This is a 2018 game, but they're gonna show. Because they're gonna want to show like, we've got the we've got the games for the the true gamers, and I feel like Bayonetta has that appeal where you know it's it's action packed, it's gritty, it's you know mature, it's you know the Bayonetta two was amazing, and I think they're gonna show off just a little bit of uh, Bayo three, and like I said, it'll probably be a twenty eighteen game, but I think they're gonna show a little bit off. And maybe I I could seriously see. Uh, Bayonetta 
one and two, like or ported two, over. Ported over. Yeah, I can see that too. Um, okay. I mean, yeah. it's a pretty fantastic game. So. Yep, I have that sitting there, just waiting for me to play. I'm. Ugh. I'm gonna be playing it soon. I'm you monster. Soon. <laughs> I know. I know. Um. Cool. Well, my next one is there's gonna announce a new WarioWare. WarioWare, huh? Yeah. Yeah, mm. what do you think about that? I would love it. I mean, it's it's been a while since the last one, hasn't it? Like, yeah, it really has. Like, I I'd can't even it, think off the top of my head when it uh, when it was. I mean, the last one was the last like legit one was my favorite game of all time, the DIY. I think that was two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Jesus, seven eight years ago. Man, that's crazy. It's depressing. <laughs> but you can make your own games in that, so that's why it's held me for so long. <laughs> well, maybe that's why Nintendo making a new game. Huh? Nintendo's like, we don't need to release new games; they just make their own. <laughs> I know. And then we're gonna shut off the online servers. <laughs> we'll teach those bastards to Jerks. make new games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah. Or Wario. I. I just hope War- that's like a little side note. But I think it's gonna be a new WarioWare. Yep. Good one to. I think it'll be and and here's a side one. I think that it'll be focused on two players. Because it just makes too much sense. You yeah. Because of you, those those Joy Cons. You're putting your eggs in the two player basket. Like WarioWare Joy Joyous Convict or something. <laughs> <laughs> something. I can see it. They're doing something, you know. Oh, you know how they had those little intros. That's so where, funny. Like, have you seen the intro for the DS one? Um, uh, I sure, like, I'm wa- sure I have. It he's walking point. on the street. He's walking on the street with two Game Boy Advances, and he's like, "Oh, look at these awesome Game Boy Advances I have!" And then he he like either he trips or he falls into a hole, <laughs> or no, he drops them into like a manhole, and then like he reaches in or something, and out pops a DS. Like, it says two screens, and, like, it's just... What the heck? Know. I mean, the WarioWare games are always kind of aimed at the gimmicks of the system, or, like, the, the features of the system. So, I could see that being with the Switch, being like, what the heck? I just... I'm playing it on my TV, and then I ripped I ripped the controller apart, you know? <laughs> Something like that, but... Yeah. yeah. So, what's your... Is this your last... Nope, I've, I've got a couple hopeful All ones right, here. go for it. Are, are you done with your hopefuls? No, I got one more. Okay. Um, I'm going to say they're going to show off Dragon Quest XI for the Switch. Now, I know they said it was coming, but I, I don't think they've officially announced that it's going to come to the Switch. And I think they're going to do that um, at the uh, presentation. It's in Japan. Obviously, uh, it seems like Square Enix and Nintendo have been a little bit more buddy-buddy recently. They're already working on the 3DS version. The cloud. Yep. And now I could sort of see... So so I'm going to say it's officially announced. And now, do you know anything about Dragon Quest XI uh, development at all? Well, I know that it... Like, the development... It, I know it's like two different things. Like it has like the... Yeah, like they've got... in the 3D. Okay, yeah. See, now, so my... Now I'm thinking the Switch version is going to look more like the PS4 version. But I wonder if they would be would be ballsy enough to put like, but you could also switch to the eight bit when you're on the go or something kooky. You know what I mean? Right, right. Like, like, and making it pretty much the definitive version in the sense that 
you've got both the great graphics of the PS4. You know, like, obviously it wouldn't look probably as nice as the PS4, but, like, the art style, I feel like it would still look fantastic on the Switch, mm. but also have, like, the option to do, like, the, the old 8-bit or 16-bit or whatever it is, 32. I don't even know what how many bits they're going for, but... Um, <laughs> I don't know if they'll do that, but they're definitely going to show it off. Um, I think they're definitely going to show it off. Now, didn't they announce that Dragon Quest X is coming to Switch? They might. Uh, Dragon Quest X is like an MMO, so I don't exactly... Man, exa- it's weird. And yeah. it exists on Wii, Wii U, and 3DS in yeah, Japan. It, yeah, and it's like pretty pretty huge, I'm pretty sure, too. Um, I don't know how and they the would do that. The 3DS release is like weird... It's, did you hear about the 3DS release of that game? No, I don't I think so. I remember the, Fami- the Famicast guys were talking about it. Thank you, Steve. And it's like, it came with... It, you could buy a physical version, but it had no cartridges in it. It just had a download code <laughs> in the box. And like... That's <laughs> awesome. And like, you have to be online to play. Well, that makes sense because it's and an MMO. Right, right, but... It, or something, and they were saying like that, like you couldn't even like really read the the text because it was so oh, it's too small or whatever. Is so compressed. I'm pretty yeah. sure Monster Hunter Three had that problem. Yeah, yeah. But it might have been the other way, like on the Wii, it was too blurry to read or something. I forget. You know, Xenoblade kind of had that problem a little bit on uh, 3ds. Yeah, I mean, I guess it makes sense when you're going, you know, yeah. down to the 3DS, but... Yeah. Anyway, okay, I can see that. I'll, I'm going to read my last hopeful uh, prediction. Before you get to the dreams, let's hear That's it. That's right. Um, well, you know there's this game that came out in 2015 that was the coolest game ever, and... Mutant Muds, right? It kind of took... Yeah. <laughs> it kind of took uh, Japan by storm, and America, too but not in the same sense. Uh, do you know what game I'm talking about? Uh, n- nope. Splatoon. Talk ah, about Splatoon, dude. Casey. We just played it, like, last night. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think that they're going to announce a spinoff for Splatoon. I think it'll be, like, a 3DS game or, or a Switch game. Um, something... Like a side scroller or something, something along the lines of, a, or a sports game, but it will be Splatoon, and they're gonna be trying to capitalize off of that IP. Do you think? Mm, I just thought of something that would be pretty cool. Do you think we could see an Inkling in Mario Kart? Yeah, like that would be awesome. Yeah, I totally could see that, and that counts. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Give me the I point. Mean, <laughs> I mean, it makes sense, right? I mean, they have the amiibo and everything, and they can use those um, those Splatoon amiibos for stuff. So, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. All right. So you have one more. I've got two more, and I actually feel really good about these two. Um, All right. Let's even though it. they're still hopeful. All right. So sort of going back with the Square Enix and Nintendo thing and cloud in. Smash, I'm going to say that Final Fantasy VII Remake is finally... Well, I shouldn't say the remake, but Final Fantasy VII will finally be on a Nintendo console via the remake 
when it comes out in 2025. Oh, um. I thought... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to go via the PS1 virtual console <laughs> yeah, on could, Switch. Could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> like, there's just one game and it just... <laughs> yeah. That would be bizarre. But no, I, so I really weird. do think Final Fantasy VII Remake will come to um, the Switch. I mean, it's already said to be coming to uh, Xbox, so it's not like it's a PlayStation exclusive. Um, right, it, right. It, it's going to come to the Switch. But, like I said, sadly, I don't think that game's going to come out until probably 2019, if we're lucky. So, um, we'll, we'll have to wait, but it will be enough to get everyone hyped up. Yep. And I'll finish my last hopeful one, and I, 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 I could really see this coming to fruition as well. Uh, Resident Evil 7 comes out in January, the end of January this month, um... That gives them about two months of port time in addition to potential already working on it. I think Resident Evil 7 is going to be a launch title or shortly after launch, in the launch window for the Switch. Okay. Because I, I just, it makes sense. I, I just think it makes sense. Um, yeah. It, like I said, it, it's coming out soon. Uh, plenty of time to uh to work on it and it just seems like a, a good fit and um now the tough thing for me would be if they announce that resident evil 7 is coming to the switch it'd be tough like i'd want to wait but i don't know if i would i i don't even know what i'd do because are, i really are you a big resident evil fan uh a classic resident evil yeah okay so like, what does that mean like resident evil 1 and 2 are really awesome um then, like, Resident Evil 4 is awesome as well, obviously. But then, like, it's sort of, like, 5 and... I, I didn't even play 6, but um, I heard it was bad. 5, it, it just turned from, like, a horror a horror survival game to um, just, like, an action-packed shoot 'em up Like, you have unlimited bullets and you're just pumping people full okay. of lead, you know? Uh, yeah. I, I prefer, like, the... You're stuck in a mansion and you're solving puzzles and you're afraid to go into every room because you're probably going to scream like a little girl. Like, I mean, did you play Revelations? Uh, yes. Like, that was awesome, right? That was, that was like, I feel like the start of them getting back on track because it had that those portions of, um, of, you know, where it was more like, all right, you're going to shoot a lot of people here, but it also had, like, the, the creepiness when you're on the boat, you know, sort of going from room to room. Yeah, you know? that's awesome. So, like, I like that. Look, I saw that as sort of like a... Like, we're easing our way back into the the survival horror genre more so than what it was. Um, and I think they realized with Six that, like, we we went too far, you know what I mean? So, I, I have I high hopes for Seven. I don't anything about Six, so, yeah. Uh, it, yeah, I, I think it's just pretty much like a... a like unlimited ammo game, you know what I mean? Like I like and, where yeah. you need to conserve your ammo and you're sneaking around and you don't necessarily have to kill everything. You just need to not die, you know. Right. Now, and this is like this is all VR, right? Um it's going to be regular but like uh for it's fully playable in VR for uh, PSVR. See, that's awesome. Like that's so cool. I I would love to play it, but honestly, dude, 
I won't lie, man. Resident Evil games scare the shit out of me. So, like, I can't even imagine playing that in VR. I mean, I haven't played VR yet. But that's I, right. I don't like playing scary games either. Just because I just, like... Just oh, dude, I'm anymore. a... I, like, <laughs> I should really stream it because it'd probably be hilarious. I'd be like... Ah! <laughs> 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 oh, I, I totally get the high-pitched girly scream going on, too, so... Um... <laughs> We should play through a scary game at PAX. Dude, oh, I tell you, oh, the original, some of the the original Resident Evils, man, they're freaky. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, is that your last? Uh, yep. Oh. Now, now we get into the the dreams. Ooh, baby, I'm gonna start this one off. Are you Let's ready for it. this? I'm ready. Tingle has a brand new game. <laughs> 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 what kind of game? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it could be a golfing game. It could be a four wheeling game. Could it you could be Tingles Excite Truck. <laughs> <laughs> I could see it, right? Like that's not that's not weirder than like he's had Ruby Tingles, Land. But, yeah, exactly. Like it's not weirder than stuff he's already done. So that's that's what's great about Tingles that there's no. There's no bar. Like, it, it's just, you know. You can put crazy. him in anything, yeah. Yeah. Um, what's yours? All right, so I've got a couple here. Um, I think uh, my as a dream thing, I don't know if it'll actually come true, but a more unified achievement system, sort of in line with, um, with like, trophies and achievements, but not quite like that. And um, More like Nintendoized. Yeah, we've seen a little bit with the stamps, um... But even if it would be like a stamp book where like, you get yeah, these stamps yeah. and then you can open other people's stamp book and then see how many percentages of the, yes. the stamps they got. Something along those lines, you know, just more unified where every game, even third parties have these stamps um, hidden around and, you know, just something cool for us to collect and sort of, you know, brag and show off to people. Totally. I, I Yeah, like I could see that. Yeah, it's right. It's it's almost into that dream category though, where it's like, yeah, I don't know if it'll actually happen, and yeah. I could see that being cool integrated, obviously with Meverse and the posts like that. But like, I I could just see like people, like I said, it'd be like a cute Nintendo, like, oh, check out my uh my stamp collection, my, my stamp, stamp collection, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, so <laughs> it's, it's just, like stupid, like how many like, stamps you got, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like there's a stamp app. Yeah, check like, out uh, this on, loser. On, your, on, on your Switch, you know. Dude, yeah. I got like triple the amount of stamps than you do. You can't even talk to me, brah. <laughs> stamp collection. Oh, that sounds like such a Nintendo thing to do, too. Like, like they expect gr- like kids to walk around and show stamps, virtual stamps to other people kids on the playground. But meanwhile, it's just a bunch of like 25 to 35 year olds like, bros, look at it! <laughs> Dude, I got my sweet gold Metroid stamp. Yeah, Ooh, exactly. Ooh, Metroid. What are you hinting at? Uh, well, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do my Metroid dream. Are you ready? Yep. It's kind of obvious. Metroid Prime 4 with, but here's the thing. And with a fully online multiplayer battle mode and mission modes, co-op only missions, 
and a solid 12-hour story. Just no. like a great, and it could be a staple multiplayer game on the Wii U, you know? Is it made like, by Retro? That would make sense to me. Like, they were taking so long to make a stupid game, like, you know, it makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. You know what's weird to think about? Is that, re- is that Retro, since 2013, has been making, has been making a game for Switch? So that hopefully it's twenty seventeen title. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but I don't know if that's gonna be announced. But uh, yeah, I, 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 my hail mary, it's a dream, as I, my friend, my hail mary, I dubbed it. Yeah, Metroid Prime Four, and now I'm gonna say it's not made by Retro Studios. Um, they're gonna give it off to another, uh, another publisher or developer, I should say. They should um, give it to, uh, to next level. Well, yeah, I, honestly, I was thinking next level, um, or honestly, I mean, even, like, Platinum Games, like, the thing with Platinum is I feel like they're getting spread thin, um, I feel like they, they do have really high-quality games as, uh, as seen with Bayonetta 2, but they also definitely have some games that are a little, eh. but if they were to get Metroid Prime 4, obviously, that would be their, A-team would be getting that game, um. I don't know. I don't know who. Man, that would be awesome, I dude. I don't think it's retro because that's uh, another one of my dreams that I'm going to save for the very end. Um, okay. But but yeah, I think if they really want to knock it out of the park, and and I know Metroid um, generally doesn't sell as well as like you know Mario's and Zelda's, and you know it's a lot more hype than it it turns out to be dollars for Nintendo. But I just think it would go a long way to show them like. We're here, and we mean business with the Switch. We're we're gonna cater to the the hardcore gamer who who wants these games. You know, like we know it might not make us fourteen million dollars. Well, it probably would, but you know what I mean. Like it's not gonna make us a quadrillion dollars, but right. it's it's gonna be a game we know that you guys want, and and it would certainly be headlines everywhere. Yep. Okay. I'll take but, it. So I'm down to two more. Is I have that... three more. So Okay, so you do... All right, so we can just alternate out here. Yep. Um, My number... Yeah, my third one is anal, is for Animal Crossing. Um, That they let you customize your town completely. I know that's kind of like a super, like... like so you even mean like the layout? Like you literally... Yeah, like I mean like th- everything. So yeah. it's almost like a an editor led a level editor before you even start the game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I, I think that's realistic, actually. Like that they would do that. I mean, that it could happen. A dream would be that they would let you walk around in third person, and you know, be able. See, this is this is what I thought was gonna happen. Okay, now this is you tell me if this was a good idea because this is the. I was like sure this was going to happen when I thought of the Wii U, okay? Mm-hmm. I thought that they were going to release an Animal Crossing game and you can walk around, right? Just like normal. But then at any time, you can either press a button or hold the gamepad up or something. Go into first person mode and there was going to be a new activity like not fishing, not bug catching, but bird watching. All right. And the, you like you look up in certain trees 
and 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 take pictures, and then there would be a camera mode on the Wii, on the gamepad. Um, that would have been, and that could have worked for even like bugs, like just just picture taking in general, photography. Yeah, you know? exactly. And so, and they could still do that with Switch. It just wouldn't be on the gamepad. But um, I just I was for sure like that was I was like man that just would be so awesome. Like I know it's super descriptive, but I was like man that would be awesome. So. Um, yeah, that's my prediction that that you will be able to edit the town uh, completely. Very cool, very cool. Hopefully we'll be finding out uh, that's true, and then we could be building our own towns in less than a year. Yeah. Fingers crossed. <laughs> yep, now you got another one? Yep, now uh, this one I threw on there a little late, and I, I could see it happening, and I think it would be a, a pretty big hit. Um, would be that EA Sport titles return to Nintendo consoles. Um, yeah. Now I think like Madden on the go, FIFA on the go. I think I just these games I feel like are are fun, and I just feel like on the go would make so much sense. That we already obviously saw some sort of basketball game. I think I think it was Two K, which um, you know obviously isn't EA, but. I just I could see it happening, and I think it would be a, a big get for Nintendo. Um, you know, it might only be one or two years, and if sales you know continue like they they did on previous systems, you know, maybe uh, EA pulls its uh, support again. But I don't know. I could just see it. I, the way people are talking about the Switch, I could see them get wanting to get on board. Whether it's um, you know, a, a port of the old, you know, the Madden that came out in August, or if, you know, it's, you know, we don't get that one and we just wait till the next Madden comes out. But I, I could see mm-hmm. that maybe happening. Um, you know, I could also see it very much not happening right away. And then if, you know, the sales are there, maybe coming at a later date. But mm-hmm. I think, uh, I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I think it'd be like, they fi- they finally have that differential factor with it's portable. So, you know, that's why it's so it's set up for such success. Mm-hmm. Um because the Wii U just didn't have that. It was too complicated. So, yeah. Um my second to last prediction uh and this ties in with the last one a little, but I think that Nintendo could announce their own type version of Minecraft. Um, and this not actually being Minecraft. Like, it's not a Minecraft game. but So sort game, of like, like Dragon, Dragon Quest. Quest Builders. Exactly. Yeah, okay, so like Mario Builders or something exactly. like that. Because playing through Minecraft, it's amazing, right? The, the You can build anything. And uh, it has that amazing feeling. But what it doesn't have is good and I know people are going to be mad at me but it just doesn't have good platforming and good controls mm-hmm. and good battles and I feel like Nintendo could take it they would completely simplify the system right it would not be obviously as big as Minecraft or be able to do as, as many variables as Minecraft but they would get the core there you'd be able to do a lot of stuff and you'll have these amazing physics to do fun stuff and um think like super mario maker you know for, for, for like the just think about in that same vein where it's like you it has 
it's limited but a really good creative mode and then it, above all else it has amazing controls and playability and I think that they're just gonna take that and do something with that um, that genre you know the building genre mm-hmm. somehow and I was trying to think of what they would wrap it around I don't think they'd make a new IP maybe wrap it around an existing one and I was talking with it about this with Aaron Animal Crossing would be awesome and they could do like the same thing like it could even be the next Animal Crossing game like I know that's crazy but I mean imagine being able to you know not everything would look like blocks yeah no no you know I what I mean but um imagine being able to do something and it could be just a spinoff game and play an Animal Crossing light game with it though you know or even like attached to your town like there's a place you could go in Animal Crossing that isn't your town but it's like your sandbox if you will you yeah, know and it's like exactly yeah yeah Animal yeah, Crossing really cool. sand- sandbox there you go city folk sandbox <laughs> um but then um I thought honestly a really cool thing they could do with it is make it a Paper Mario game and build off the Paper Mario aesthetics like cardboard boxes and you know you can draw on stuff and uh that would I think be, it'd be really fun. I don't know, like, and it could be like a little RPG type thing, and you could make your own mustard cafe chains. <laughs> <laughs> mustard cafe chains. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, um, I just think that'd be really cool. And I, I know it's a dream, but what I long for in Minecraft is is better gameplay. Better gameplay. Like, it's it's unbelievable. I think you might like Terraria. Yeah. Because Terraria is like a more gameplay focused, like Minecraft. Yeah. Yeah, like That's it, like, like Aaron's the, like favorite game. Yeah, the the building and the creative aspect takes a back like it's present for sure, but it takes a back seat to the actual gameplay. Where I think Minecraft is more about being creative and building, and then like. You could play and have fun in that world, but it's more about building that world up, you know? Right, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I, I'm waiting for a good sale to get Terraria, so... Yeah, I played that on the PC way back in the day. I, I would definitely be down to to give it a whirl if it's on sale. Well, dude, yeah. I mean, Aaron is like a, a nut at that game, and so I think he'd be down playing too, so we could, you know, we could play co-op and stuff. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to check out uh, and wait for a good sale. Pick it up. Yep. Um. So I think you're down to we're la- down to our last ones. I'm down to my final prediction. Um. And I know we've talked a little bit about this. I don't know if we have on the <laughs> we've podcast. We've talked about or mine not. too. Is it F zero? <laughs> no. no. Okay. <laughs> All right. So my game, uh, my my dream and hopes, my my biggest dream is probably that Retro Studios logo comes up on the screen and you know everyone goes oh god here it comes what is it metroid prime 4 and it's f-zero you know they zoom in and you see and captain like, you see you see captain falcon's boots and then it goes up to his uh his blue suit and you see the blue falcon in the background and he just takes off and um and it's F-Zero, and it looks amazing, and it's beautiful, and they're showing racing these tracks and going high speed, you know, knocking people off the track, and you're like, oh my god, this is amazing. And then all of a sudden, he pulls off 
to the side of the racetrack after he wins. He jumps out of his vehicle, and then you just see him start running down the street. <laughs> and then you and realize... He punching people. Yeah, and then you realize it's more than just a racing game. It's, it's like like I said, I know we've talked about this. In a, you're in Mute City, and it's a bu- bustling city, and there's things going on, and there's quests for you to do that don't in, involve driving. And just like a sort of like a like a GTA kind of thing where there's um you know there's a storyline and you know it uh, most of it like has to do with racing like obviously racing is going to be a huge part of the game um but it'll also have you know side missions where you're going and doing other things um I don't know exactly what but you know what I mean in that vein where it's not just a racing game and you're doing other quests and progressing a storyline but also side quests because there's so many characters in that universe that I think it could be really cool to see different storylines develop and see interactions between the different characters oh yeah and I just it would be awesome you know I I think that would be really cool and uh yeah I mean Uh, yeah I mean that's exactly what we talked about last time I think that that would be so fun it would be Grand Theft Auto but in a fun world that's wacky but i could also see it having some some grit to it you know like you know there i feel like there could be some falcon punch baby (laughs) no i think um i mean i could honestly see them retro studios doing the f-zero game without all that other stuff too but my dream would be that it would have more than racing and it'd be an open world and you would be able to explore and do all this other stuff among uh among just the racing and then like yeah you could get upgrades to parts and materials to to make your um your car faster and and maybe you're not captain falcon maybe you're a different character or you're you know you make your own character i i don't know but something in that world in that vein i think would be uh pretty pretty awesome yeah i mean i do need to say that i'm 99 percent sure that they're not making this <laughs> You know, because, I know. and I and I hate to burst, but like oh, Miyamoto yeah, oh, was asked, and he's like, "Oh, I don't even know that people like Dev Zero, and I didn't even think they could eat that that people are interested anymore." And and uh, well, what and, does uh, he know? I, that's true. <laughs> yeah, what does he know? He didn't know anything. Uh, the Criterion guys, I think that's the are they the the guys that make the um, Need for Speed, and they made that one for Wii U. I don't know why I'm thinking Criterion. I thought that's what it was. Anyway, the guys that made the Need for Speed game pitched an F-Zero game to them, and they didn't do it. It's Mm. crazy. Like, it's just crazy to me. It's because they were saving it for retro, bro. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm not 100% sure. There's always that 1%. And Nintendo banks off that 1% a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, my last prediction is not as epic as that but it's it's it maybe no hold on it definitely is as epic but it's much more simpler (laughs) okay and all i want is a playable wario or waluigi in the new super mario book in the new super mario game Mm, that would be interesting (laughs) i just i just want him to be there why why not nintendo why Honestly, I might have a better chance at mine coming true than yours, though. <laughs> I know. But why? Why is that? <laughs> they hate them, man. They hate those two. What? 
No, Wario is the best. No, Waluigi is the best. Yeah. Good old Waluigi. Forever, forever stuck in Mario sport games. <laughs> he was born there. He's going to die there. <laughs> and that's, oh, man. You know it was the stupidest thing when he wasn't in Mario Kart 7. Ugh. Or 8. No, he was in 8. Wario, uh, oh, I'm thinking Waluigi. Wait, Waluigi was... wasn't in 7. Is he in 8? Yeah, he's in 8. Oh, but geez. the stupid thing is they have Waluigi Pinball in Mario Kart 7. Like, totally oh, trolling. Yeah. Totally trolling us. <laughs> stupid. Um, but anyway, that'll wrap it up for our uh, for our predictions. I'm, I'm interested to see. I think we'll get some points next week, I think. Well, what do we... We each have 19 total points we can accumulate. Yeah. Um, honestly, if I got... If I got half of that, if I got 9 or 10, I'd probably be like, not too shabby. Are you kidding me? If you get 9 or 10, I'm going to slap you in the face because you're a wizard. Yeah, I'll probably get two. That's <laughs> what so I'm going. Yeah, I, no, I'm I, serious. I predict I'm going to get two points next week. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to predict one point for me. One point. <laughs> It'll be the Splatoon one that I already know. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. <laughs> Well, let's take a little break, and we'll come back and end the show. All righty. All righty, and that brings us to the end of our prediction show and the first show of 2017. Um, just a little housekeeping before we hit the high road. Um, next week, obviously, we have the presentation, which is a Thursday. We normally do our recordings on Tuesday, um, but we're going to wait and just do it hot off the presses after the event. And so normally the episodes are posted, what's it, like 7 o'clock Eastern on Thursdays. Um, this one's probably either going to go up late uh, Thursday night into Friday morning or definitely by Friday morning. Yeah, it'll be up in the morning. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna take that day off so I can go pre-order my switch and uh, and upload and just overall be excited. <laughs> yeah, Should it's crazy. So yeah, the next time that's crazy. The next time you hear us, we'll know more about the switch. We'll know all the deets. The switcheroo. You think that you think Nintendo's gonna pull a switcheroo on us? Oh, I sure hope not. Unless if that's a good thing, in which case I hope they do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh yeah, so uh why don't you give him your tw- uh your twindle? Oh, that's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your twindle. Uh yeah, my Twitter handle is. <laughs> 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 it's not going to catch on. Uh, <laughs> um it's at P Burkum. P B U R K U M as in mother 3. And you can find me at case underscore jets. And most importantly, you can find the show on Twitter at Talk Nintendo Pod. That's Talk Nintendo P O D. And, um, and, yeah. And oh, I should mention, first of all, uh, thank you for listening to people who listen to us. Uh, I don't think we ever say thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if you can, reach out and talk to us uh, by email, even, or by uh, Twitter. Yeah, just um, add us at Twitter or um, Talk Nintendo Podcast at 
nintendoworldreport.com is our email. And then also, if you follow us, you are automatically entered into like tons of contests just for following. So, like, you want to follow us because then, you know, yeah, you're you automatic. Do anything? Yeah, you're automatically in. So, and just we're let you know we are we have some uh, some contests planned um, for the future here. Not nothing this week, but we do have some good ones in uh, in the hopper for you. And yes, yes, we do encourage you to comment, um, email in, or like I said, hit us up on Twitter with any questions that you'd like us to talk about on the show. We'd uh, if we can gather up enough um, questions, we'd love to do a whole segment dedicated to it. But you know, even if we get one or two, we will definitely uh, pepper them into the show and you know just uh, generate some good conversations. So. Yeah, and I haven't talked with you about this, but I mean, not recently, but uh, I guess we should tell them now that we are going to be doing a We Demand We segment, which is uh, we, which is uh, Casey W-E. and I. Yeah, <laughs> Casey and I are going to demand we, uh, Casey and I, to <laughs> and all of you to play Wario Land Shake It. For the Wii. And uh, so this will be in the coming months. I think our hope is to do it before the Switch comes out. Um, yeah, we're going right. to we're gonna the, nail yeah. down a specific time when we're going to start. And then, yeah, we'd uh, love for you guys to play along with us. And then you can chime in with any, you know, comments about yeah. the game as you play, what you do, what you don't like. And, and, and if not, no one wants to play, then... We're just going to have a nice, beefy conversation about the game uh, as a whole, sort of like what we did with Triforce Heroes uh, on Episode 1. Yep. Um, yeah, just want to let you know in case you're at, at like a store and in you know a shop or something and you see it for cheap. And go yeah, ahead it's pretty and cheap. It, so. Yeah. I think it's I usually like 10 like, 15 I just, I just got it for 9 something off Amazon, including shipping. Boom. So. And I think it, and it's on... Uh, we download, on the, right? It's on the, yeah, it's ten, it's twenty bucks there. So yeah. get the physical copy. <laughs> get physical, yeah. Get the physical copy, but unless you live in Canada, you know. Yeah, but then I it's probably know. like thirty bucks on there. Yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <something laughs> <like that. laughs> All right, well, that'll do it for the show. Thank you uh, for uh, talking with me, Casey. It's always nice talking with you. Indeedy, and uh, I look forward to seeing how wrong we are next week. Yep. Amen, brother. Amen. We'll catch you guys on the flip side of the Switch presentation.
Darn you, Medusa heads. I want my participation ribbon. <laughs> I'm gonna go back and not fall in that hole. Gosh darn it, I did it again. <laughs> <laughs>